Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
Uh, I hadn't thought of any other than hoping that race relations got better. So it's interesting how some people take this even a, a step further, and they see it as uh, African Americans or people of color turning back to their royalty. Uh, gee, what what was your your take on this? I mean, did you think beyond just the wedding? Uh, what do you think that this has to do with the world stage? Will this make any race relations any better? Well, good evening, James. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't see the wedding. Um, actually, I forgot that it was being aired on Saturday. And and uh, and I had to work. So I didn't um, play it back or anything of that nature. But I want to speak about uh, the fact that your friend uh, has high expectations uh, for the world returning back to uh, to a better time, uh, back to our back, back to our heritage. You know, um, um, I know some spiritual people. Um, I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts uh, around around the network, and that was high expectations for. Uh, for our existence, uh, especially when they thought that Hillary was going to win the uh, the nomination and the presidency, and so there was high expectation. Uh, people thought that we would uh, in for a new high, uh, 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 a new frame of, of of existence. And as it turned out, uh, when things uh, happened the way it did. Uh, it was a huge disappointment. I mean, uh, spiritual people was on a on a, a new hiatus. Uh, they thought that things was really finna turn change for the better. But as it turned out, um, with the coerced uh, results that the way things turned out, the orchestrated results, the way things turned out, uh, that's not necessarily the case. So, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how we get through all of this. Uh, I am as optimistic as your friend. I do believe and still believe in humanity, that we still uh, possess a special something to offer this world. And so uh, it's, it's all yet to be seen. Thank you. You know, when I initially heard about um, this marriage taking place or this relationship, I just thought, hey, you know, William is a man who looks beyond just uh, color. He fell in love with a beautiful woman, and, of course, he requested that the Queen of England accept her and give him the right to marry her, and the Queen wanted to do uh, what was right by her grandson. And so, it seemed to me that on a personal level, all these personal things were happening, even though a lot of people were watching. And maybe we we need this kind of uh, publicity we can get beyond the race race war that we find ourselves in. Um, but even at that, you know, I, I was proud to see how proud this mother was for her daughter. I could see that she really loved her daughter, and this was a uh, a real great opportunity for her daughter to be on center stage 
and to make a difference in the world and for her to be proud of the child that she produced. Uh, I'm not sure I would go as far as my neighbor as thinking this is our return back to uh, royalty. Uh, I, in my head, believe that uh, African Americans are from royalty, uh, and how we get back there, it will be um, depend on us as a group recognizing our value and fighting for our, our opportunity. You know, and but I still believe that you know when we when Barack Obama won twice, I wanted to believe that we had turned the corner, and now I realize that we're nowhere near the corner. And so we have to continue to deal with things on an individual basis as as well as on a world stage to get people to just stop seeing uh, color and religion as a means to determine who people are. You know, we, you know, I, I take people for face value, and when they and in, when and up till they do something that leads me to believe otherwise, I want to believe that they are decent, upstanding individuals. And so I truly, you know, I had a little fear in my heart. I hope there was not enough hatred in anybody to shoot at uh, the the carriage while the, the um, prince and his lovely wife rode in that carriage. Um, but I do realize that there is so much hatred in the world that we still yet have to get to the point where we recognize that we're all human. And I'm not sure, I know that you say, D, a lot of times, you know, you're a little older than me, but I'm not sure that either one of us will see the day when the race, the race war is at a minimum. I find right now that I believe it is at a high price right now, and people just are not willing to let go of the hatred that they feel for the different races and the different religions. Well, James, let me say this right here. Um, after listening to uh, uh, Mr. Higgins yesterday, uh, he brought to the light um, a lot of information that uh, one would like to push under the rug, but, it, but it's important that we don't. Um, you know, and let's be fair and let's be clear. All right. Uh the United States of America, uh, if it wasn't for its wealth, um, they would not be very well liked throughout the whole world. Um, Great Britain uh, has to have allies uh, on its side because of the region that they're in. But with this current administration, um, they have Britain has has witnessed and had has re-witnessed that the hatred uh, that the United States has for most people, and in that, uh, you know, uh, you know, other people in the world are willing, I think, to um, to to accept change. Uh, especially, you know, most people, uh, most countries in the world aren't as rich as the United States is. So, uh, you know, but the United States has this thing to kind of to, to kind of flaunt its uh, wealth in other folks' faces. 
Uh, yes, sure enough, they are as generous as as, as can be. But here lately, um, and with the current administration and the people and the mindset, I have I've, I've had a real issue with this mindset that that upholds uh, this current administration. Uh, no wonder. It's no wonder to me that most people in the world just don't like the United States. Um, you know, and it goes back to when Muhammad Ali, then Cassius Clay, refused to go to war. Uh, and one of his statements was, uh, those people have never called me the N-word. And so uh, right. when, when you have your appreciation for uh, uh, the Queen of England, uh, uh giving his graces to his son and his new wife. Sure, everybody has have a change of heart. But the United States is kinda of hard in that way. They're real callous in that way. So when you say it may we may not see that the change that we're looking for in our lifetime, I think you're pretty much on, on point in that way. Thank you. Well part of the issue, uh D as I see it is that we have a tendency to wanna be a bully. Uh, we want to break away from treaties that other people think are in our best interest. And somehow we figure we're the only one got any common sense. To me, the world needs to be uh, coming to an agreement with North Korea. Or uh, the world needs to be coming to an agreement with uh, Iraq. Uh, the world needs to be coming to an agreement with uh, Israel. And, and the uh, Palestinians. And so instead of that taking place, we seemingly are, are, are the one that stands up and decides what direction we want this mediation to go in as though other countries don't exist. Uh, I was pleased again to see uh, the, the Queen of England accept uh, Marco and and her again a grandson and I think that means a lot. I think it means a lot. Uh, it was England accepting her, but again we have to be real that these are mixed people who are doing this. Uh, these are not uh, true African Americans. Would this woman have been accepted if she was a uh, a black had a black father and a black uh, mother, and would I would we have a president that was black if he had both a black mother and a black father? So these are the things we still have yet to to overcome and get the answers to. And we, uh, I'm I'm a little skeptical as we move forward of uh, America being prepared to being uh, not being racist. Uh, there's too big a I thought that the margin or the percentage of racism was so low that we could we could it, it could be marginalized uh but no it can't be it is large enough that it's substantial enough uh that we have to cope with it well, uh, I, I I can see. You know, the change that, that the world seems to be willing to accept is um, um, that, you know, um, it is all right for races to inter, intermingle with one another. Um, you know, when you ask the question, 
uh, would the queen be as receptive if uh, his if the if, uh, if the prince wife had both um, a black mother and a and a black father? Well, you know, I think the fact that the world is becoming comfortable with um, with the mixes of of races. You know, if you see if you look at a lot of advertisement on TV, uh, a lot of billboards, uh, the the uh, the the uh, diaper uh, advertisement on Pampers and things of that sort, you'll see the interracial couple. You'll see the interracial baby. And um, so I think that's that's a um, that's a change in, in, in small steps as far as it being uh, uh, accepted as being the norm. And I think we have to take small steps to get where we really want to go. Um, you know, when we speak about uh, the the possibility of another uh, black man or black woman being president, you know, you you've heard me say uh, that's possible if the person isn't too black. And and when I say that, you know, um, it, the person has to be uh, interracial minded across the board. Um, you know, it, it, uh, they can't go in with the mindset mindset of Black Lives Matter. Uh, all lives have to matter. And that president or that candidate has to actually um, push that in, in a way to try to convince people that they are for all the people. And so, um, you know, when it comes down for that person to be in line for that for that for that seat for the over office, uh, that person has to be really groomed. Uh, they can't have any past biases of any kind of way. It's going to take some real intelligence. Uh, to to bring this person uh, to the position to try to to try to convince, and that's that's the key thing. You have to convince everybody that you are for everybody. So, uh, if we ever want to see a another person of color to be in the over office or in a high ranking position, uh, it's it's important to make a good sale. And and in order to make a good sale, you really got to uh, feel that in your heart also. So uh, we're we're looking for somebody. Uh, you know, it's been said that the Republican Party has dismantled itself uh, after after this fiasco, uh, after the smoke clears, and all of this. Uh, they will have a a tough battle trying to climb back into the ring. So uh, it's going to be Democratic, Independent, and whatever else they come up with. If a, if a uh, Republican Party uh, candidate were to run again, he's gonna have to be real groomed and polished to to um, to fix things after this administration. Thanks. I would I would like to uh, think that Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice, uh, and neither one of them has mentioned uh, wanting to be a part of uh, politics again. But I just have a lot of respect for Condoleezza Rice and for Colin Powell, uh, despite their their uh, commitment to the GOP. Uh, I just feel like I can trust them. I feel like um, that they had the country's best interests at heart, even though they were in a different uh, political power uh, party than the one that I uh, I believe in. Uh, Condoleezza Rice seems to be the kind of woman that uh, can, can talk to uh, both sides 
uh, the Democrats and the Republicans, and I feel that same way about Colin Powell. Now, whether or not they would take on the the opportunity to run, I don't know. But I have to say that they both, to me, are very polished. Uh, I'm not sure who I see on the Democratic side that is polished, uh, more polished than those two. Well, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice uh, would be uh, the premier candidate uh, to run in the uh, under the forum and attitude that I just mentioned. However, uh, you know, uh, them being of the GOP, I think Colin Powell saw uh, the the upheavals of the GOP party uh, firsthand. I think he got a real good taste of uh, what bureaucracy and the swamp that that uh, that uh, uh, Donald Trump speaks about. I think he saw that firsthand. Um, Condoleezza Rice, uh, another great candidate. Uh, the fact that she's a woman and the GOP being under the mask that it has about women. Let's be fair. You know, uh, there's a lot of uh, women that are claimed to be conservative, but if they really knew how the angry white men felt about them, uh, especially when it comes to a position of power, uh, they would be, um, they're be, being for a rude awakening. But Colin Powell would be a great candidate, but I, I feel in my heart that he is done with politics altogether in that way. Just like uh, Al Gore, when he saw uh, the presidency uh, snatched from him with the swinging cat and the, um, the supposed tampering of the, uh, the voter machine, as well as uh, uh, voter suppression. Al Gore uh, vowed that he would never run again for anything, and so um, and so that you know that's where we are. Uh, the game of uh, politics has changed, especially with the uh, the backbiting and the what they call the um, uh, opposite opposition research uh, being done and being readily accepted as part of the political process uh, when it comes to voting. Um, um, you know, things are coming out, especially after this uh, campaign, and uh, there's a lot of stuff that, that the Justice Department is coming out on, coming out with. Things are being leaked a little bit, uh, but it, it appears that um, voter suppression is still big, big business. Uh, with the Russians have gotten a, have gotten air on how to do things. Um, we are in for a real rocky ride when it comes down to our democratic process and our democracy being uh, being challenged right now. So, uh, again, we got to kind of, you know, Miss Audre and Miss Joyce and Miss Miss Catherine would say that we got to stay prayerful really big time because uh, there's some there's some things at hand that we don't have very much control over. And so, uh, thank you, James. <laughs> Well, you know, one of the things is I'm not too sure why we, as Americans, we don't give people uh, multiple opportunities. I can't understand why global warming has had the effect on 
uh, Al Gore's ability to run again. I thought he was a viable candidate, and uh, I'm not sure why he has lost uh, his 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 place in our history or in as an opportunity. Uh, but the thing is, is that we need uh, to find somebody who can uh, can bring us back together as a nation, or we don't have a chance uh, to do anything about this race war we find ourselves in and we have to be unified and this has to be shown to be something that is just um, an anonymy and that was a a science test gone bad uh, Andre what, what are your thoughts we're just kind of all over the place right now um, I started off with talking about what the, this wedding meant to us, I thought of it only as a, you know, two people getting married and thank God that the Queen of England thought um, it's not uh, robbery to to allow her grandson to marry uh, this mixed woman. Uh, but I had a neighbor who thought of it as uh, African Americans returning back to the throne. Uh, you know, and then we got into politics about who is best suited uh, to, to to run and to bring us back together as a nation. So we're kind of all over the place this uh, Monday. What What's on your mind? Well, marvelous Monday to everyone, and I did get a chance to hear a little bit of the ending of uh, what Dee was saying. And as always, his um, input and foresight and vision and experience and recommendation is always on point, and he articulates it so well. Uh, I would like to also go back um, to Saturday. It it meant a lot uh, to me. I mean, I had a busy Friday and, and had a, a function on Saturday morning, but I, I purposely made sure that I got up to watch it because it was a, another black queen. Um, you know, I know that she's biracial, but I tell you what, Megan was not afraid to connect with her black people. And uh, I was just so proud of how all the blacks carried themselves. Her mother was just elegant, and uh, her demeanor was on point. Um, the pastor that gave the message about love, and you're going to always have some haters. And that, that goes to the second part of what you asked, why can't we find anyone, because somebody's going to always find a reason not to support someone. But uh, he was on point with his message of love, and the choir did an outstanding job, uh, just excellent. And the young gentleman, the 19-year-old uh, Celis, uh, he just represented us with pride and just showed that the gift that, you know, the Lord has bestowed upon him. And you could just see he was all into it. And I could just go on and on the way uh, Megan carried herself and her outfit was it was just all wonderful. So that is, when we talk about our legacy, we talk about a sense of pride. And we have to be reminded that Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, is named after uh, the black queen, Charlotte. Uh, and, and I mean, we've had, a, a you know, a, a black royal um, uh, queen, if you would, say, but it's just so important during this time, during all the, the hating and the racism and the struggling and that we're seeing in this country, it's so good to have something positive. For our young people, we have to keep watching out for our young people to be proud of. And um, 
I just wanted to say I, I, I just really appreciated Saturday. And my mother was just, I mean, she just really enjoyed it. And it just it brought me joy for me to see her enjoying it. And we had our little tea and stuff. She didn't see it originally, but my sister had recorded it for So when I did go over later, uh, we had our little tea and and uh, everything. So it, it was, you know, it, it was an experience. And that's what we have to do, focus on the positive opportunities and uh, have an opportunity for even our young people. I will be interested in, in what our young people thought about it. Uh Regina, let me ask you though. You know, I for years now, I I can go back to when Obama first ran. I was of the the standpoint that white America should embrace him and accept him and be happy with him as much as Black America because he was a, he was mixed. But what it does say is our only mixed individuals going to be able to be accepted on these on these kind of stages, on these kind of platforms. Are we ever going to have an African-American president who has a black mother and a black father? Uh, will we ever see somebody of Will, uh, William's uh, standing except a black queen uh, of a mother, a black mother and a black father? You know, and um, that's when you will see the race relations really uh, take a turn is when we can see that kind of thing take place. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening to everybody. Um, you know, when we, first of all, let me say, I was up at four. I was I didn't know what to expect when when I watched when I said I was gonna get up and watch this wedding because I had not really been following uh the anything that was difficult and, and Megan's father's craziness and sister's craziness and all of that. But my mouth hung open probably throughout the entire wedding. I was so proud. Her mother made me stronger. If you think that 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 black woman did not have problems with her daughter and raising her daughter, and she stood strong and proud, and just for her to be able to look at that young lady and say, say, it was worth every bit of tears that I shed, every bit of hand-wringing that I did. I was so proud, and single mothers stand strong and just remember it wasn't a brother that left her. It wasn't That's a brother right. who didn't do right. That's so right. we that allows us to pat our brothers on the back and say, you know, you're not as bad as people have you believing you are. I was proud of everything that happened in that wedding. Now, getting to James James's um, question, James, I believe that as long as we keep saying, um, putting putting a line, a dividing line between within our own race, 
we're mm-hmm. not going to we're not going to achieve racial positive racial relationships. I believe Megan is just as black as I am. She I believe is. I believe Barack Obama is just as black as I am. And if you don't believe it, let's just watch when these children come. When that recessive gene comes out and you have a dark-skinned baby with red hair looking like those aboriginal aborigines from over in Australia, you're going to see how strong that African bloodline is in her family. She is just as black, and we have to support her because she's going to go through more than we will go through because they don't want to accept her because she is she has made it. And she made it where some of those little white girls couldn't make it. She is going to catch hell, and we've got to keep continue to pray for her and her strength. We've got to ignore the the little bit of, you know, what you're saying, James, and half white, half black, because in the end, we're all in the same boat together. Well, now, before I go about, before I go to Joyce, I want to just put this on the record. I'm more oh, than willing to accept any other person, you know, when we go back and they say, if you got a TC full full of black and you black. But that's who we are as a culture. I accept Megan and I accept Barack Obama to the fullest. They are my brothers and sisters. I'm just saying I think that's another level of acceptance when you get to the point where you accept a black uh, a child that is a from a black mother and a black father. Don't get me wrong, I love Mariah Mariah Carey and all of those um, mixed children and accept them because I think they are some of the greatest talents in the world, so I have no problem with it. But yeah. do understand that there is a difference. There, There is a different level of acceptance, not from African Americans, but from white Americans. Um, I don't think And so. I even uh, find it interesting that they don't say, they don't think of Megan as the first uh uh, a black queen, uh, now all of a sudden, like they, every other word, that we got a black president, they very rarely even use the term uh, black when they talk about Megan. That's uh, not Joy? true. That's, that's not true. That's not true. And and see, well, you, 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 there's always got to be a difference, always. But to a white man, she's black. To the white folks, she's black. I don't care what she got. She got an ounce, like you said, an ounce of black in her, she black. And that's how she's carried herself always as black. And that's how they look at her as being black. So my thing is that she have arrived, whether it's another black man on a black black man and a black woman together to be real, real black. No, she's black, and she represents the black race, and she know it. That's why she said she had no problem, you know, and everything, and that's how she's going to look at it as being, you know, it's not an issue. But they they made it perfectly uh, in the newspaper, and uh, Harry had to shut that down. So I don't care how you look at it. That's how come they they own Obama so much. Because to the eyes, Obama is the first black, B-L-A-C-K, 
It ain't no good any blacker than that. He's the first black Afro-American president of these United States of America. Now, you're looking at things different where you want to see it that way, but as far as the white man, we have arrived when it was mixed or whatever because as far as the mix is concerned, they're not even looking at it. That's to them, you are that N-word and you B-L-A-C-K. So we have arrived. So well, whatever uh, comes next, you know, just grave on the train. What you And I also like to say is that as far as uh, – Finding the right person to represent and to go forward. These old time is not the solution. It's not going to work. You know, uh, you, you're just not going to have those guys. They can't do it anymore because one thing, they're not relating to young people. And the old people are not just going to, old black people, they just don't get out and vote. Obama got it where he is because of the youth. And that's what we need going forward. We need someone who's, who's there, active, who's, uh, uh, not in that older generation. We we we, we Bernie and and uh, old, um, uh, this other guy. They're not gonna make it anymore. Though they have had the opportunity, Hillary. There has been. We need some new blood and to go forward. And we just, uh, okay, and it starts on a local level. You could be that person that we're looking for, Jane. You know, <laughs> we just all we all just have to step out there. You know. Why are we looking for a savior? We all are on a different level. You are that person that they're looking for on that local level. I'm that person that they're looking for here on the local level. And then we'll go, when we all meet up, then we choose where we're going to go and who's going to be that person to step out. But we need those people to step out on a local level, such as yourself, such as me and everybody else that's on this line. That's where it begins. So once we can get it and get it in place and get it so firm on the local level, everything else is gravy. Thank you. Well, let me just say this. Um, I got up Saturday morning, and I watched the whole thing. And, I, I guys, I, I I guess I just want more, okay? I'm, I'm willing to accept what we have, but I just want more. And I want to see the media change. If I'm wrong, you tell me. But the whole time, the only word that suggested uh, she was uh, was biracial. They used the term biracial. They never used that term with Barack Obama. Uh, why why couldn't she be black? You know, so that's my deal. All of a sudden now she biracial. So D, I'm I'm just saying to me. It seemed to be they didn't want to say that queen was black. Well, you know, James, I agree yeah. with you. Uh, you you, mm. you, you kind of want too much too fast. <laughs> you James? want too much you're too fast. <laughs> yeah. James? Uh, <laughs> who is that, Ms. Audrey? Who, who is that in the background? Regina. Regina. Regina, go ahead. Go, go ahead. James? Go, Regina. Take it for what it's worth and keep it pushing, James. James. I'm listening. I'm here. Now, come. Okay, James. Now, which way do you want it? On one hand, on one hand, you want you want it not to be. You you want us to accept people for who they are. You don't want. negativity when it has to do with black people. You don't you, you want things to be equal. So now we have this woman who got married and finally race was not made an issue by the media. 
The media did not say he's marrying this black woman. They didn't have to. They, you said it, James, now. The only thing you heard was she was one time biracial. Let me tell you, they didn't have to say it. It was evident from the time that that sister stepped out that car with her locks unlocked and her nose ring in. Ah, and hey, she sat hello. there. She sat there like an like an African queen. Hello. To the time Bishop Bishop Michael Curry out of New York took twice the time he was supposed to take because he was going to preach love. How many of y'all this weekend sang Luther Vandross, The Power of Love, and all weekend long? He did it. He achieved it, James. Now what do you want? Now you want That's to call right. What you want, James? Hello. Which side you want now? I'm telling you. They're either going to ignore... I'm making obvious the clear difference that these two people are on on the same stage got treated and now they got called. That's all. I'm just saying to you that clearly to me they were willing to say Obama was black every time he he got on us on a stage anywhere. In the United States of America, they don't want to say that he was married no black female. In the United States of America, it's a whole different ball game than England, and it shows you just what how different it was. They it doesn't sure get did. in the higher than royalty, baby. It doesn't mm-hmm. get in the higher than sure royalty. Did. Hey, it shows you where it is. That's the difference between the United States and where where she was, England. It doesn't get and in the, the higher than royalty. The way the United States, the way England feels about the United States, they show right. the United States. She didn't even want mm-hmm. President Trump there. And they said, we're not going to mm-hmm. have him there, and we're going to show you how to treat people. That's the Queen right. of hey. England. There you go. There you go. They, said, they said that Megan changed the, the royal family. I said on my Facebook page, um, Megan wasn't going to change the, the royal family. That day, May 19th, 2018, Megan changed the world. Hello. Mm-hmm. And the world want to change. The, the world wants yeah, to change. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. The United yeah, they States, do. the people that run the United States, they're the one that don't want to change. And That's they're making right. that evidence to everybody else in the world. And, they, and they're right. isolating themselves from everybody else in the world. They That's sure right. have. They are horrible yeah. now. So they said yeah. we're going to move on regardless of whether you're moving or not. They setting the pace. They dictating it. They showing you where where the world is going. So we just they being left behind. Ooh. So Trump died up in in power. Huh. He didn't get the memo, James. He sure didn't get the invitation. It is it is it is clear to me. Listen again. I don't want you all to think I am tickle pink with Megan. I think exactly what you said. Her mother was just outstanding. Uh, I don't know what's Megan's brother's problem. I mean, obviously, he he uh, feels slighted for some reason. Um, maybe because he was not. Is he a half brother or or he's not from the the 
father and half, mother, half, right? Half brother. All of them are half. I think she's and the they, only they, they, child between the mother and father. Exactly. And they never did acknowledge her before, so why should they want to be a part of her life and acknowledge her now? Because here in these United States, you know how they was looking at her. So, no, they didn't acknowledge. So now that she got royalty in her blood and royalty going forward, married royalty, now they want to be a part of. No. She did exactly what she did. The only person there was her mama. You know what, James? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going into this vigil we're having for the shooting down in um, down in Texas. We're having a vigil tonight, our city. But Megan, people said, well, the mother sat there by herself. That's a shame. It was a shame she had to be by herself. You know why no she way. was by herself? You right. know why she was by herself? Because Tell we it. as people are not, we have to always get ready. We're not ready. We couldn't afford mm-hmm. to go over there to the wedding. We couldn't afford a ticket. That's why we weren't over there. I know this woman has cousins, but why should they ride on Megan's wealth? If you really want to be here, you're going to go to your bank account, get a ticket, round trip, so you won't have to stay with me when you get over here, and you're going to come, enjoy the festivities, and go home. We couldn't do it because we couldn't afford the ticket. Well, you know, and also, y'all, uh, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, James, you know, uh, I got to say that the way you are feeling, uh, you are a byproduct, like Mr. Higgins said yesterday, you are a byproduct of America. America has made you that way, the way you the way you are feeling. And, um, and so, uh, but, you know, but the rest of the world is different than America. The rest of the world is is wanting change. They're hungry for change. But, but again, America don't want to change. And to Miss Regina's point, you know, uh, you know, if 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 the family of the bride has problems in that way and jealousy problems or whatever problem they got, they need to stay at home anyway. Please don't bring them and put them on national TV like that. That's right. No, 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 because they don't know how to act. No way. God is they good. They don't know how to represent. Yes, right. God do for us what we can't do for ourselves sometimes. And so that's, that's why the right. wind is over way way across the water where they can't get so that's God is good. Oh, yeah. Well, let, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Why shouldn't why shouldn't her mother stay in England? Why shouldn't her mother be just like when Barack brought his uh mother in law <laughs> to the White House? Why shouldn't um, Megan bring her mother to uh, to England? Because well, she said she isn't going to. They said she she's not. What she's going to do when she's over there? It's nobody that she really knows or relates to. Why should she uproot herself? Her daughter is happy where she is. Her daughter is on a mission. She got what she got, and her mama got her own thing where she want to go. So why would she want to go? But she evidently, she James, she made that perfectly clear. She made that perfectly clear. She's not willing to do that. But evidently, James, you haven't heard. They are also going to have a home in Los Angeles because she is still an actress. She still has her career. So they're they're going to be what by by country or not only is she biracial, but they're going to live on both. Both continents. 
so she mm-hmm. will. Last citizenship. Okay. That, okay, that's what it's going to be then. Well, she's going to be over there, and she's going to be over here. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I heard she's going to have full citizenship. Yes. But but she's, um yeah, I, I can't get it right now, but I can tell you what. I'm so proud. And, yes, her mother Me can too. go over to England because she's going to yeah. teach yoga over there. Yeah. Oh, you think not? The queen's gonna be doing yoga. <laughs> Wonder what well, kind of dance you queen. You got me going on this one now. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, and look, listen. I wonder what kind of dances the queen did at the. Hmm. You think the queen didn't do the wobble? I'm telling you. Are you I'm telling you. Ah. Because she loves Harry. Andre. She loves her grandson. And I'm glad you said that because I was calling him William. I'm sorry. Uh, Andre, what, what are your thoughts about this, this situation and, and uh, this family dynamic? I think it's excellent. I think it's wonderful. I'm just rejoicing because we have something to rejoice about, and I'm glad that we are. I'm just listening at everyone's comments and stuff. So let us not rush to uh, move on to all these other negative stories that we have. Sometimes we don't take uh, enough time to recognize and appreciate uh, what has been in front of us. As much as we've been struggling and we're talking about this, we have enough negative in the world. Let mm-hmm. us continue to rejoice and appreciate the positive that this is. Well, it's obvious that, uh, you know, millions and millions of people watch this wedding, and a lot of people feel vested. I have to tell you, I was a little scared because I just didn't want nobody to mess it up. And the way they came and spent all that time in that carriage just was unnerving to me. I just didn't want to see anything happen. Uh, and so, and, and so um, you should really feel proud because, James, okay, let's take that for a moment. You didn't want to see anything happen negative. You didn't want no negative reflection. And that's the pride that we have. All brothers and sisters represented us with pride. Everybody looked good, handled themselves well. So you more than anyone, I mean, not more than anyone, but you should be, like you said, you didn't want nothing negative happen, and it did. So let's appreciate that we are so accustomed to being distracted and pulled into to negative. That's exactly one of the uh, strategies that our president uses, and he he'll flip a switch on you. And the next thing you know, you running down that you running down that path like a squirrel. No, 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 no. Let's recognize, and more importantly, let's discuss this with our young people. Let's make sure they captured that nugget, because I'm telling you, when we may be dead and gone, but they're gonna need to know their heritage, their legacy, the pride. So uh, let's not just push it on and then look for negative. Who else can we have? We talk about negative so often. Let us rejoice and be glad in this. I'm loving to hear what I'm hearing. Yes, sir. Uh, Yes, sir. sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's a southern in me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, let me just let me just, it is amazing what we need when we share this with young people is that even though she had some 
things that may have not been positive, she was able to overcome because she carried herself with such grace and such class. Uh, and, that mother, and that mother, and that mother, and that mother, and that mother, my God, again. you have to know again. she was a, pr- you got to know that she was a praying mother. You have to know that. And you have to know that when she was faced with those situations, see, we can talk about it now because it, it has occurred. But when you're going through something at the very moment right there, that's when you're going to stick. That's when that mother was a mother. Good God. So it wasn't no never, no ever doubt that that mother was going to be there. And that father, he has, that's something he'll have to deal with himself. And in time, he'll go over there too. But at this moment right here, Right now, let us rejoice and be thankful. I mean, That's she had, when, when it started hitting the news after they became engaged, she had like, what, six months or whatever to pull all this off? And I mean, she pulled it off. Everything mm-hmm. that you can think of, they pulled it off. That's another thing oh, that you want to cite an example when you have the right resources and, you know, you can be as creative and, and dream and envision. I don't know if she ever thought about being a princess. But, you know, a lot of times young girls play dolls and they imagine and let this imagination become a reality to some of us, to some yeah, of those that's coming behind us and then those that's coming behind them. Let's yeah. rejoice in them. And there's something to be said about living your life in the right manner. Not only did the woman who introduced them recognized that uh, Megan was worthy. Uh, Harris thought she was worthy, despite the fact that she had been married once. So it it just shows you uh, that it is something worthy of making sure you do the right thing at the right time and carry yourself with quality all through your life. Yes. And sometimes it shows, too, James, that what's impossible with man is possible with God because none of those exceptions occur without his um, good plan being enacted. That was It was meant to be. And this is a sign of hope. I have to imagine that we're crying out. We're praying, and the Lord hear us. All this is going on. He hear our cry. And so here, this may be just an example. Let me tell you, I, I, I haven't forsaken you. So let me give you something to rejoice and hold on and be reminded of who you are and, more importantly, who you are and the legacy of all yes, history. Sir. Like you said, now, she's not the first black queen. You're talking about Queen no, Charlotte, and Regina can tell you, anytime you go to Charlotte, right. you think of the black queen that is named after. Learn our history right. now. Come on. That's right. Come on. He let you know. I told you guys that this queen, when when you, you tell your, your young girls to look in the mirror and show them how beautiful they are and let them know it was queen. Long time ago, they were queen. Royalty. That's why you have to let them know they come from royalty. Your bloodline is royalty all the way. We got to remind our young people of that. That's why a lot of this mess is the way that it is. Let me me say this, too, and I hope I don't get nobody to jump on me for this, but... Megan grew into being the beautiful person that she is because... When I saw her on some of those, so uh, in high school, she had them freckles, and she and she wasn't amazing on that television show. She still got freckles. 
But that's everybody. And, 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 and what's wrong? And wait a minute. And what? And what's wrong with Fred? And, and let me say, Uh-oh. what's wrong with crackers? That's what. And, and you know, this we we have to watch ourselves on this now. Who's defining what beauty is? And is it, you know, what do you, what did you mean by that? She haven't always looked the way she. What do you mean by that? Because let me tell you something. Everything that God oh, has created is good. And all wait, black wait, women, no matter got, how they look, they are beautiful. What you say, Jane? Y'all being a little unfair to me, because when I say this to you, they are women who nobody paid attention to in high school. And when they came, became adult women, they grew into their beauty as a woman. So I'm saying to you, she didn't look like no princess in high school, but she sure looked like a princess now. Well, maybe she didn't look like it to what, you, what, what but I'm sure her. I, I'm thinking to her to mother, like. and that's what that's what I'm saying. And to her mother, she always have been a queen and always been a princess. Let me tell you. No, and I, mean, I will hope, James. I will hope, and I don't know how your your daughter look. I haven't had a chance to see her, but I will hope that you have told her time and time again that she's beautiful. Now I will hope that, Daddy. Who? Who? You, Daddy. You. 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 To your daughter. <laughs> Oh, I mean, without question, but that's family. I'm just trying to say, you know, y'all, y'all need. To, I'm just trying to say, she grew to be a beautiful woman, despite some of the the things she didn't have when she was a little girl. That's all I'm saying. It happens sometimes. I don't know why you digging, like brother. It don't happen. James, there were some people. James, you digging? There was, hey, you digging? <laughs> I see some girls nobody was talking to in high school. They got them thick glasses and all that. And then now you see them and they boom boom. And I'm like, good gracious, where this girl, where did this woman come from? Because she ain't looking like that in high school. I, I, I well, got to well, go well, James, does that apply to the, uh, the male athletes that don't look so attractive, but when they make it big time, they have all women? Does that apply to them? Right, right. Uh, okay. Go, okay. Goes you know what? Let me get in this church like, uh, and have this this vigil and go pray for James. Hey, hey, yeah, please hey, do, hey, Regina. Please do. Hey, James. Hey, I'm like, just somebody, I'm disappointed. Somebody, See, I'm disappointed because like you acting like you ain't never seen that before. No, but look, man, like somebody like Reggie Miller. <laughs> <laughs> like Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller won't have no wife if, if he didn't have all the pieces of the dog. Then it's wrong. Scotty Pippen, too. Yeah. <laughs> but look, look, James, uh, if, if you would allow me, um, you know, I, I, I think the ladies and I, we're on the same page. And the page that we're on is that, that there, there's power in the positive. And um, you know, uh, our our generation, uh, our world, especially with the young generation, they they have very little positive energy to live off. And I think it's important that we teach them how to be positive, uh, even though uh, it, it, uh, one might think one might say that the princess wasn't very attractive in in high school. Uh, but at the end of the story, she she ends up being a, a, a beautiful swan. 
And so, uh, like Ms. Audrey said, uh, we have to embrace all the good things that 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 are, that are being presented to us. And there's a story behind it. Uh, there's a lesson behind it. That uh, you know, we have to tell our our kids that they're handsome, they're smart, they're beautiful, uh, they're they're intelligent, that that they're talented. Uh, because you know, if we don't tell them, then we know that the world is likely not to tell them. So we got to give them, a, give them a foundation to live off of, uh, uh, so that so when they become of age, they can hit the ground running, and and start to and, believe in themselves. And you know what? You are so right because just thinking about what you're saying, things had not because of people like somebody else on this line who are looking at folk and saying they're ugly, if you don't have it in your home and have that home I saying never you're beautiful. That word. Don't you say that word. I did not use that word. I didn't say you said it, but okay. But, okay, I will say this. Regardless, I don't care if you, if your daughter, if a female looks beautiful in the eyes of everyone, or if she looks very unattractive in the eyes of people. It is important that she has that foundation from the home so that when she gets out into the world, the world cannot beat her down. If she didn't have that foundation from the home, she would never have believed that she could be married to a queen. That's true. That's right, Regina. She would have never had that self-confidence to believe that. If my mama didn't tell me that I was a strong black woman, I wouldn't be able to go in this and sit in here next to the police chief in this building I'm going in now. I wouldn't believe that I had the confidence, that I had the the wherewithal to do it. And stand toe-to-toe. Stand toe-to-toe but still go out and can hang out with the brothers on the corner and get 10 or 20 voter registrations because they believe in me. That's right. It's what you instill in people, not what on the outside. Now, James, I'm very, Who you ask? It depends on where, who you ask 
and what uh, what your definition of attractive. And I think that's where we fall short. We let some right. of other people influence us so as to identifying what's Grace, attractive Grace or not. What's a, what's not? And why and why isn't she attractive? Because her hair is an afro. Why isn't she attractive? Because her her lips are are big. Why isn't she attractive? Because she have a big nose. Why is it exactly what is it that's not attractive about her? Get, get the white folks trying to go and get paid for the pump up to look like. <laughs> yeah, now help, help me to understand that. Help me to understand that. James, you dug this hole. I'm listen, going to the church and pray for you guys. Pray for us all, Regina. Pray for us all. <laughs> I ain't back it now. Grace Jones is here. That move, move, move in boomerang. Grace Jones is here. So it's Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump is scary. Without a doubt. With orange hair. Look, with orange skin. Yeah. So what what do you call beauty? Your beauty is what you what a white man and told you what beauty should look like. When you see that sister, when I look at who you talking about, I'm looking at our African heritage and some of them are more prominent than than some of us. But yeah, African. What you looking and, at? And beauty. and if and, and if our that's right, Joe. And if our brothers are are saying that we not beautiful, is that for who supposed to tell us that we are? Come on now, Hello. wait a minute. Hey, now, now you ought to quit that because see that's what I'm telling you. You, I, I go out on the edge and you want to cut the board off behind me. <laughs> I said to you, there are a lot of beautiful black females, and that that. Some of them are not as attractive as others. That does not mean that I don't think African Americans are beautiful. That is so wrong. Well, that's what it's coming across. That's, only, that's what I perceive you as that's saying. Only in, that's only in your eyesight or what you think beauty is. Because that same chick that you call an ugly, a uh, white man might think she's the most beautiful person on this earth. So that's just how you see that and beauty. Again, and I'm looking, and, and I'm looking at all Megan's. Megan photo, she was a cute little girl all the way up. And they showed her what being a Megan little girl with little, her hair Megan was like in, in the afro and, I, and saying and that I, she wanted to be a queen. And I, and I, <laughs> Megan was not that same girl in that in, in suit. Now, Megan in well, suit if you, was you, hot. You, you, you go back. When she was a little girl, she was really cute. And she was. They showed her on video where she wanted to be a princess, but she knew all of, all along she had a heart in her acting career from Jump Street. She she told you that. So she paved the way. She 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 worked hard for where she was through her acting career. So then, all right, you gonna take a strong break? Yeah, because okay. I want to let all go, the young girls know how beautiful they are, James. And I, I don't know no young person that's not attractive. I, I want them to know that they're beautiful, they're smart, they're caring, they're kind, they're capable and able. So I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Audrey, I believe all women and all men are valuable, and they have a place in our society and in our world. But, Lord, Jesus, you cannot tell me that the definition, and I don't use the term that you all say, attractive and unattractive, there is symmetry that people say makes people attractive. 
and some people have symmetry and some people don't. That's, 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 and that's person. chemistry, and they just have to find the chemistry for that per- particular person because that person that's is right. out there for them. That's true. Hey, yeah. let me say real quick. You know, I because I because 40 always, years from now, beautiful will be what you think is beautiful to be ugly now. Right. Hey, let me say real quick. You know, when you speak about the chemistry, before you go to break, James, uh, you know, um, um, there was a saying that my daddy said one time uh, about this lady. He said she was real pretty until she opened her mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, when you speak about the comedian that, that people that don't think that she's attractive, you know, you you have to carry yourself like you are that you are that you are attractive. Uh, you know you can't be uh, a, a, a good looking a woman, a good looking man, and have the mouth of a trash can. You know, uh, you know. So your demeanor and the way you think of yourself is what really makes you attractive. And I just want to throw that in before you go to break. All right, we're gonna go to break and come back and give everybody a final word.
Fifty Shades, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Brought to you by Never Had It So Good Special Media Network. Uh, we're going to be, we are always on seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Joyce, what is your final thought for this evening? My final thought is uh, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Thank you. That's easy to say for you, Joyce, because you're attractive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Audrey? Psalms 139.14 said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I do believe that wonderful include being beauty and beauty goes beyond uh, skin. Um, it goes beyond skin. Um, it goes deeper than skin. And uh, I would also like to say that I am just so proud of my heritage. I'm so proud of um, those who have come before us. And I do hope and pray that I can leave something that those that's coming behind us can be proud of. And I hope that I can help to give them the confidence in knowing just that. Thank you, Miss Audrey. And you too are a beautiful queen as well. I look forward to us continuing our discussions. And I will see you guys tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you so very much. Take care, everybody. your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place their heart Jesus is love He won't let you down and I know He We've got to walk on, walk on through temptation, for His love and His wisdom will be our open hand. I know the truth and His word will be our salvation. Lift up our hearts to be thankful and glad that Jesus is
Dwayne Wade's wife. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's wife. Gabby Larry. Thank <laughs> you. 